Hello, everybody, and welcome to Two Weird Didn't Watch, the show where we make fun of movies based on nothing but their odd synopses. I'm Bradley. I'm Albert. And we're kicking it off today with a movie called Time Tracers. When the discovery of a 5,000-year-old artifact of a humanoid reptile leads an investigative reporter to the Kronos Project, he uncovers an experimental device created to send humans through time! What? Did it have, like, directions? It's a picture of a lizard man, and then he's, like, holding a sign that had directions on it to where the place was. So there, uh, yeah, there's so, okay. Because there's a 5,000-year-old artifact. Yep. It's a humanoid reptile. It leads this reporter to the Kronos Project. Why is there a reptile? A humanoid reptile. Yeah, but what, where did... Okay. Because they're cool! Fine. I also didn't... It, they finished the sentence. He uncovers an experimental device created to send humans through time, controlled by a ruthless multi-billionaire. You guys voted for Trump. <laughs> okay, it's it's Trump now. No. In this... Uh, in this... No, we're not doing that. Really? Yes. As the Kronos experiment progresses through the Civil War era to the Jurassic Age. Wait, what? What? Does their time machine... Did it just go to one point and they're just like trying to dial it forward to where they want to go? Or no, they're going back. They're going backwards, yeah. Wait, no. It progresses through the Civil War era to the Jurassic Age. Okay, so based on that alone, this isn't a world where time travel has been accounted for by history already. So all the time travel they're doing has already happened because he finds the artifact that leads them there unless their whole project is to figure out where the artifact came from for some reason. Because now the time machine, it goes, starts, it's the Civil War, right? Civil War is the earliest thing we have. I guess? At least in the description. And then it goes to the Jurassic Age. But prior to their thing doing that... That's a pretty big leap, by the way. They're like, well, here we are in the Civil War, and right over here next to it, you have the Jurassic Age. Like, completely skipping over all of human history and all of mammalian history. And the Cretaceous Era, which is... Well, it's not the biggest one. Jurassic is the biggest age of dinosaurs, so... It's the height of the dinosaurs. Also, if this is like an open portal, you just killed a whole bunch of people because the air was not good for people back then. Also, microbes. Is that what killed the dinosaurs? That's what killed the Jurassic Age dinosaurs. <coughs> Smallpox guy back there. <laughs> that that would be hilarious. Poor Apatosaurus. If you have like an like a, 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 a War of the Worlds type ending for your time travel thing, where you're like, what? has that ever come up? Actually, there was never a meteor. Why are all these dinosaurs dead? And then they like all the dinosaurs get head colds and die. You never hear anything. I've never seen anything like that. Have you? I haven't. We're, Rarely do, does time travel account for, like, microbes if they're going further back than human, or even back before semi-modern medic- medicine, like. Right. Like, I've seen ones where they go back to medieval times, they're just like, and now we're in medieval times. It's like, and you're all dead. <laughs> anyway, okay. it's controlled by, by Ruth, this multi-billionaire. Yeah. No, we had, so we're progressing. By the way, there's right. only two sentences to this one, but they're real long, so I didn't actually finish Reading this sentence. So they're progressing through the Civil War to the Jurassic... As they do this, high-tech sabotage and deceit ensue. Description, you need to set up our characters here. Like, I have no idea... Well, we have... We have the multi-billion... We have a reporter. (laughs) And one reporter. I think there's probably more people in this movie than those two. I mean, there's probably the scientists. Because it says the guy controls I don't think the multi-billionaire... Generally, at least in movies, if they're rich, they're not also scientists. 
the scientists just work for them and make money that way? It's Batman. <laughs> he is pretty ruthless, to be fair. <laughs> and he would want a time machine. Nah, he's had one before. Yeah, and he probably went back and did, and like looked and thought about okay. it, right? He's like, I could save them. So it wasn't a time machine, but there was a comic where they killed Bruce Wayne for like I don't know, like the eighth time at this point. But it was a dark side shot him with his omega beam, which by definition murders everything. Okay, but not Batman because he's Batman. Instead, he was sent back in time to caveman era with amnesia. So we have Caveman Batman? There was a big bat, and he killed the big bat and wore that as his costume, which led, and this is in North America, so the natives began worshipping as the Batman. Bat with a space I like Caveman Batman. Like, that concept really Then he is brutally murdered by a guy, but that doesn't kill him. Instead, then he wakes up in uh, Salem times, where he is a witch hunter now, and then is accused of being a witch by his ancestor something-something Wayne. And then he wakes up as a cowboy, and he keeps making jumps like this until they find him in the future where he has fused with this god time machine thing. And he's like, I'm going to save everyone. And that's how Bruce Wayne came back to be Batman in the modern comics. And this was like five years ago. This sounds awesome, but it also sounds a little bit OP. Oh, also I forgot to mention, he hung out with Blackbeard at one point. Pirate Batman? Yes. This is just an excuse to put Batman on. Yeah, it was. Time, time eras. <laughs> but it was cool and dumb and beautiful. Uh, and anyway. his mom tried to have sex with him. Well, I mean, he is Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And then okay. sacrifice him to a demon. As So, again, the sentence is not over yet. As the <laughs> experiment progresses, high-tech sabotage and deceit ensue, resulting in devastating events that lead to a ripple in time. A paradox. Oh, no. You know, time travel itself is a paradox. That if not unless you're going to the future. Could change the entire course of evolution and destroy the world as we know it. Have you seen the Sound of Thunder movie? Yeah, it's bad. It's fun, though. I hate... I it's hate, better than I the bo- or the short story. The short story's like, just sort of like, oh, here's what could happen. The Sound of Thunder has the thing where... The time waves? Time <laughs> takes time to go through time. Yeah. And the I, ripple effect. That for some reason doesn't directly affect the protagonist because otherwise the move would be over instantly. I don't know why. The best part is that now that it takes time, it's that you see it coming like a tidal wave, and you see the changes happening behind the like weird warp effect they do. So they get the city, and the time wave come by, and then so behind it suddenly there are plants on the buildings, which are not just replaced by the trees. It's just they ha- they're overgrown now. As, but the people still live in the city. Yeah, the, the protagonists are still there. They're, they remember their entire lives, and there's like, it changed, which through their own rules of the movie should not be a thing. Are there people still living in the city, though? Yes, until they get to the point where there's monster things eating everyone. So the assumption is that the people lived in the city, and they just were like, well, we're just going to let plants grow on our building. We're <laughs> right? fine with this for hundreds of years. That's fine. Whereas with the uh, short story, it's just <laughs> the people who were back in time... They remember the original timeline because reasons, and they come back and respond to that. That's where we get the whole butterfly thing. Step in a butterfly, which has come up, like, what, three times in Doctor Who at this point? Is he f- with literal butterflies? Well, people mention it. Oh, okay. Next up we have Black Belt. <laughs> Two evil guys are trying to kill <laughs> a rock singer. Well, that's just, you know, placing your own morals on other people right there. 
One of them is her manager, someone who is known in the mob. And another one, a martial arts expert who has some mental problems about his mother who died. He thinks that the female rock singer can replace her. I I, I think (laughs) we know how she died now. They both want to kill. Oh, they're willing to kill. I thought they were trying to kill. Well, yeah, okay, so I think that... I said trying to. The, the thing says willing to. It's really weird that they say they're willing to do it. It's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, Does I he will. inform her for this fact? Like, I don't feel like it right now, but I'm willing to. Look, girl, I'll represent uh, you. I'll make sure you get the best stage. But you cross me, I will murder you. I got a black belt over here. He's kind of crazy and thinks you're going to be his mom, but he'll do it for me. I pay his checks. Why is why does her manager want to kill her? Is she not doing well? Like, I mean, it says willing, so I'm assuming like the mob might tell her to tell them to. Don't know why. <laughs> we really don't like this "Call Me maybe, Baby" song. Maybe she always. You know what I mean? Bada bing, bada boom. Maybe it's a mob run club, and she sings there, and she's not doing as great. So they want to bump her off. It's the mob, man. It could fire her. It, they have the power to do that. Nah, it's the mob. It's a Simpsons joke where um, uh, it's two guys that are going bowling, and uh, one of them's like, "Let me fix the shoe," and he goes, "What?" And he goes, "You know, get it. You know, get it repaired." He goes, "Oh, you know me. It's you know us. Everything's murder." Because every euphemism means murder to the mob. I do. You, you know any questions about this mentally challenged or not mentally mentally. Uh, not even handicapped. Just Guy with problems. mental problems. Yeah. Mommy issues. That thinks that a female rock singer can replace his mom? Like, what was his mom Maybe like she he's... sang at the club. And now this chick sings at the club, and he's like, Mom did that. He had, like, the coolest mom. Like, she was 60 and years old, but she had half her head shaved, and the other half was dyed pink and tattoos all over the place, well, and she's so still it, rocking out. She's dead, so, you know, she could have died when he was young. And then he channels that by going and becoming a black belt. I like the and the mob just hires them because they need a black belt instead of guns. I guess. I like the idea of punk grandma better though. Punk grandma's kind of great. <sighs> Even more fun is if she's still alive, but in his mind, mom should be young. If she's a singer, he's like, "Look, you can replace my mom because mine's kind of done." <laughs> and she's just that's sweet, but no. And he's like, "I must have her as my mom." <laughs> <laughs> the singer Shauna. Calls in the help of an ex-cop and also martial arts expert to protect her from the guys who are up to no good. Is this guy one guy or are there just two? Is it like a cop and then she also gets a martial arts expert? No, it's the two guys, yeah. She calls a cop and then she's like, cop's not enough. It's like we have two... Why does she call an ex-cop? Like, call the actual cops! Because she has mob connections. Oh, 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 so you think that... I think everyone in this movie has mob connections. Okay. Except for maybe the ex-cop. Or maybe that's why he's an ex-cop. Get indicted for having mob connections. I like, like what's going to happen out, to Judy Hopps in the next Zootopia. There are two people, two characters in this movie that are both described as martial arts experts. There's a few of those in the world, man. Yes. We don't have just the one. Chuck Norris is not the god of martial arts and nobody else is beneath him. I, uh, uh, Chuck Norris jokes aside, <laughs> I'm just saying it's really lazy, like, I, I, I... You must become a martial arts expert to fight the martial arts expert. Yeah, that's kind of how that works. I don't understand what you're complaining about. Or what your question is. Yes. Like, it, it, 
It just seems this movie called Black Belt is going to have at least six fight scenes. Yeah, three of them are not going to involve are not going to or three of them are going to maybe have the two martial arts involved. The first few are going to be the guy being the crap out of everyone in his way, and then probably spouting stuff about his mom. <laughs> and then we're probably going to have an establishing fight at a bar with the ex cop. He's drinking, and the martial arts also drinking, and somebody's trying to start up with the cop, and the guy's like, "What the?" I guess I want more information. Like, the first guy, we know. Okay, he's a martial arts expert, yes. But also, he has, like, weird mommy issues. And he has mental well, problems. Well, the hero can't have that, because he has to be heroic. And- I get that he's not going to have mommy issues, Brantley, but it's just like, my thing is that I do martial arts. And? Maybe, I do martial arts. Maybe he's devoted himself to the arts of martial. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> well, well, finally, for this week, we have... Virtual Combat. So this is just about video games. Yeah, it sounds like a Genesis game. Like this, a really cheap Genesis game. Actually, there was Virtual Fighter. This lively, low-budget action movie is packed with martial arts, sexy sirens, and a sci-fi plot involving computers and virtual reality images that become real. I don't know about you, but I think the uh, ambulance sirens is a little sexier than the police sirens. Because <laughs> those at least have nurses involved. <laughs> Yep, where's the, uh, you know, fire alarm just kind of, that's not fun at all for anyone. The tale centers on two Nevada border officers, Dave Quarry and John. No last name. (laughs) No last name. (laughs) I want them to constantly introduce themselves like that. Hi, I'm Officer Dave Quarry. This is John. I'm a cop too. This is John. (laughs) (laughs) Who amuse themselves off-duty by honing their kickboxing skills. Via virtual reality combat. I want... These guys have a great life. Can the movie just... I don't want more stuff. I just want them, like... A body cop about this. Their life. Just slice the life of these two. Why is it... Like... My question here is... They have a kickbox... Like, they could just kickbox each other. Well, then you get hurt, and they're also cops who have to go out there and get don't shot Don't people at. just practice kickboxing with, like, pads and stuff? Isn't that what, like, the weird thing SpongeBob yeah, that... has with the face mask? I mean, I know it's karate, but isn't that a kickboxing mask he uses? I don't know, man. I don't like SpongeBob. Fair enough. How do people learn to kickbox without killing each other? They have a trainer. Okay. Why don't... And they practice on someone who knows what they're doing so they don't hurt them or themselves? Fine. I... Or they use virtual reality! <laughs> Elsewhere, a computer tycoon prepares to market his company's latest invention... A combination of DNA and virtual reality that creates beings and creatures who look and feel real. Digimon, digital monsters, Digimon are the champions. Man, my coffee just ran out on me, Brantley. Dude, I love Digimon. <laughs> that's the I, that's the game I keep t- uh, texting you, that's the word, about the monsters, the weird ones. Like the clown, angel, rabbit thing. Oh, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it's Digimon Pokemon. World Next Order. Alright. And, the and you know, Digimon is in the Mon series with Pokemon, but it is not the same. Are they in the same world? No. Different companies, different series, different rules, because Digimon is, there is a digital world, <laughs> which is in a universe within the internet, and Digimon are there. How the Digimon come to be is depending on the series. One of them is just the scientists trying to make AI, and then there's also a universe there they got to. 
And then they come to our world and blow stuff up. Okay. And normally kids are in charge of them because it's a Japanese anime aimed at kids. Anyway, so he fight he comes up with this combination of DNA and virtual reality, and he uses it. And the first two, and this is in quotes, cyberplasmic creations are beautiful and sexually eager women, Lana and Greta. Which, admittedly, probably would be the first thing that a dude So, it's kind of like weird science? Is it? I've never seen that movie. Um, two lonely nerds use a computer to make a hot chick while wearing bras on their head. And then she has magic powers because computers. Okay. I like cyberplasmic as a word. I like virtual reality creating... Well, I guess it wasn't created... No, yeah. Combines virtual reality and DNA. Like, I like when... Back when virtual reality was just a thing you could say. Mm-hmm. And it was... Yeah, like, again, Digimon like magic, or Reboot. Essentially. Have you ever seen Reboot? No. First CGI cartoon for... Uh, actually, first CGI cartoon for TV by the people who would later make Beast Wars and Beast Machines. It is inside some person's computer that's just called the user sound important. And it's just these beings that live within the city within the computer. But when the guy loads up a game, these giant towers come down and people have to make sure he loses because if he wins, it deletes parts of the city. Okay. And, including everyone inside of it at the time. That must be really frustrating as a gamer. All right. Yeah. <laughs> he wins one game throughout the whole series, I believe. Meanwhile, back in the lab of cyberplasmic creator Dr. Lawrence Camera Cameron... Dante, the hero of a newly engineered game, manages to free himself and enter the outside world. Unfortunately, it was the Dante's Inferno game, and he's from, like, the 14th century, and he has no idea what's going on. Dude, that dude would be fine. Oh, yeah? Yes, that dude does nuts thing every day. Have you played that game? You've seen that game? I've seen it, yeah. He does ridiculous stuff. He's backflipping off, like, 40-story gaps to go kill demons. Fair enough. He beats up death and steals a scythe at the very first level. He's fine. He'll fight a car and win. A vicious fighter, he also wants to free mm-hmm. his many horrific enemies and pals. See? That's actually completely in line with his personality in that game. Corey gets involved after the fugitive Dante kills his friend John and several other cops. With a giant Spoilers. scythe. <laughs> and that's just the end? That's the end. I guess that's why John doesn't have a last name. <laughs> he died in the first scene. No, I like the idea that he just lasts to the end of the <coughs> movie. Or, like, till the, the uh, midpoint. Okay, that's possible. It's just like, John, 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 John. His name comes up in every scene he's in, like, five times. Never with a last name, because he doesn't have one. So, the plot of this movie is... Computer Nerd creates a way to make, like, sexy women from his computer games He found real. a way to take virtual AI and use DNA to 3D print them on an actual functioning body. He, so made two, a, he immediately made two hot chicks because the guy who would put effort into doing this is probably lonely. Yeah, so he's off, like, having fun with Lana and Yeah, Greta. he's gone from the movie for a while. And, me, and Dante comes out, he's like, hello! Quarry's gonna, like, punch. my game! Dante escapes, he frees some things, and he's causing horrific things to happen. Quarry tries to figure out where he came from, he's gonna come in, and he's gonna be in his office with two hot chicks. He's like, how did a guy like you get two beautiful dames? He goes, I made them. Makes sense. You think he gets bored with them after a while? I feel like there's a morality tale where, like... They're not real? Well, yeah, and, like, I mean, for the first week or two, he's like, this is great! And then they just, like, keep wanting to do nothing but satisfy him sexually, and he's like, 
okay, maybe we could, like, chill, uh, talk about something or go to a movie. And they're like, no. Yeah. Um, Digimon, the third series, which is the dark series, which actually analyzes, like, all right, you got these little kids with monsters who can blow up buildings. Let's look at the moral implications of this and things like that. There is one character who is convinced that they're just data, so they don't have any emotions or anything. Even though they're very clearly portrayed as basically living creatures that can talk and carry on conversations. Okay. To the point where she's having hers go murder every single one she can find just so it gets stronger. And they have to, like, take her and like, you're kind of a psychopath. Stop it. (laughs) But because she thinks that they're not real, she doesn't care. Yeah, she keeps her, like, she has two catchphrases for the first half of the season. It's telling her uh, partner to walk all over them verbatim, and they're just data. Every time someone mentions, like, my Digimon is just data, and then tries to kill it. Ones and zeros! Well, that is it for this episode of Too Weird Didn't Watch. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, if you like the show, tell a friend about it. Check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Watch, and we'll see you guys next time with more episodes. Happy 50th, by the way, Brantley. This is your 50th it? episode. Rad. Yeah. That's that's a pretty good run, I think. Donate for that. Yeah. Or then not. We'll have to make, then we'll have to make an episode just for our Patreon donors. I'm fine with that. See you guys next week. Bye, guys. Hopefully. <laughs>